Adventure Seekers, welcome. Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. Hello, I'm your host, Grant Law, the author of the Mystic Dreamwalker series. And here is today's quote. Serenity is knowing that your worst shot is still pretty good. Johnny Miller. And now it's time for today's headlines. To start the morning, there has been a change in the regular kettlebell routine. Instead of the standard kettlebell routine that is in the Student Kettlebell Handbook by Randlaw, I am instead using 100 kettlebell swings made up of the standard kettlebell swing, then moving on to cleans and snatches. I intend to use 24 repetitions between the snatches and the cleans for each side, and then the remainder will be made up of the two-handed swing. Next on my things to do list, I will begin shooting test videos for Patreon. I intend to make short little two-minute segments of introductions to the various aspects of Tokushi Kenpo, beginning with the salute and the history and philosophy of Tokushi Kenpo. I also intend to have more detailed explanations of each movement for those at the Macaw Knight level and the VIP level. I also intend to make some public introduction videos for my Patreon page. On top of this, I intend to include a PDF download for the Tetsujin Challenge. I intend to make some sort of a progress report page for any of those who are following the challenge, where you can list your thoughts on Misogi and whatever movements you have performed on that day. For those of you who are already far into this challenge, and we know who you are, you can begin with your day 80 or whatever number you happen to be on by the time this is posted, even if it's on day 99. I'm not sure where I will be with getting this up as I find myself overwhelmed or underwhelmed, somewhat whelmed. What's a whelm? Anyway, there are a load of new possibilities on the forefront and my juggling skills are not that superior. But more about this later as it is now time for Q&A with Sensei, a place where listeners can ask for the obscure clarity of a warrior's point of view for the little problems of life. You can contact Q&A with Sensei on Anchor or on Patreon. All you need to do is to find the Randlaw Anchor page and go to the Questions function. You can record a message right from your phone, anytime, day or night. We won't use your name on the air unless you ask for it to be shared. And no problem is too big or too small. Sensei has a stupid answer for them all. Oh, wait a minute. I shouldn't have said stupid answer. Maybe a dry pun or some dark humor to help change your perspective. Sensei has a tendency to embellish on 
the particulars of any event. But if you need a spin doctor's advice on any problem, contact Sensei. He will have an answer for you, even if it's not the one to your question. And for today's question, Sensei's asked, is it all right if I promote my wife to her next rank? Sensei's reply is, of course, as long as she knows the material and is conversant in methods of applying the techniques she has learned and been practicing on you at any time, like in your sleep. So you may want to reconsider the rank that you chose for her and possibly bump her up another notch or two. Of course, not too much, or she'll be suspicious. And other members of the dojo may be jealous, so maybe knock it back down another notch, but not so far down that she becomes annoyed, thinking that you're not promoting her because of that time she made you sleep out on the porch just because you forgot to do what you had promised. She should know by this time that when you say you're going to do a task, you're going to get it done. And you don't need to be reminded of it every six months or so. But it's probably a good idea not to mention this directly to her. She does cook your meals after all. And she looks after your children, who after all, let's face it, can punch you right where it hurts and get away with it. Remember, she also trains a dog, and the dog's teeth are right there at Crouch level two. So let me take this opportunity and congratulate her on her promotion. And just to play it safe, only one promotion at a time, just to keep everything above board and where it should be. And now it's time for today's haiku, entitled Yellow Belt. Moving up a notch, thinking differently now, new insights ahead. And now, it's time for Adventures with the cast of Zen and Pen. We left off with everyone following a trail of broken branches whenever there was scrub brush around and stones that pointed the way through the desert. As of yet, no one knew for certain if it was Dookie or Parker that was leaving the trail for them to follow. But the raiders kept them wandering about which was straining their dwindling water supply, even though at every opportunity they had stopped to fill their water skins. But unfortunately, it was after the raiders had already filled theirs and the water seeps in the desert didn't replenish as quickly as they would have liked. Finally, when it appeared that they would have to leave the trail, to go toward the mountains to collect water from runoff streams. They finally had a break and saw smoke coming from a stone fortress, which appeared to be made up of an old volcanic ruin. The only thing left standing in the desert was the stone bones of lava and obsidian, where the wind had blown all of the soil off of the old volcanic peak. It was no longer a mountain, but now merely a crumbled shell of stone about 800 feet high at its highest. This structure served 
both as a fortress and a watchtower for the raiders. But fortunately for our crew, no raiders were spotted keeping watch as they approached. However, this probably wouldn't last very long as when the raiders returned with their prisoners or prisoner, no one was for certain if either Dookie or Parker had been recaptured or not. Nonetheless, they would be warned to keep an extra sharp eye out just in case someone came after them for an rescue attempt. Four days had gone by since they had left the village, and for Dookie and Parker, it was closer to five days. The team found a dry creek bed in which to gather a little shade and shelter from prying eyes that would soon be looking out this way and that from the peak of the old volcano. The team was miserable, but they stayed put as this was the only chance they knew of to rescue their friends. Their whispered plans had been to sneak into the old fort of the raiders and find out where their friends were to rescue them. Along the way, they would be replenishing the water in their water skins as they would not be able to escape without it. But then, just as they were preparing to leave, Sensei Quang appeared. It seemed as if he appeared out of nothing, but the team was both relieved and dumbfounded by his sudden appearance. They all began to explain what was going on, but he stilled them with a command and instructed them to all link hands and close their eyes. And as they did so, he then instructed them to open their eyes. And when they did, they were all standing in the dojo, right where they had been sitting almost a week ago, before they had come to this place. The only thing was, Parker and Dookie were no longer with them. Okay, and that's all the time we have for the adventures with the cast of Zen and Pen for this week. Make sure you come back next week to hear what's going on. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by joining me on Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash randlaw with no space between the rand and the law. I encourage everyone to seek out martial art instruction. It has been the source and foundation to everything I do. I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge of her power. Tokushikimpo. Until next time, this is Rain Law reminding you to follow your dreams.